But this week, I want to talk more about that and also want to sh share with you a story here in a few minutes that's, that really is a life-changing thing for me, like really seriously impacted my life, uh, totally changed um, my life. So, you know, God promises us that in Isaiah 41.10, he says, Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, he says. I will help you. Wow. God himself will help us. He says, I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. You know, God's hand is not weak. It's not short. He's able to take care of us. So, so when we are faced with a major crisis, something really hits us, we need to we need to not respond in fear, but to respond in, in faith. We need to, uh, what I'd add to that uh, this week would be, we need to stop listening to anything that opens the door to doubt and unbelief. I mentioned how we had a pretty small group of people when, when I got the diagnosis of esophageal cancer. Uh, we had a small group of people we wanted praying of faith, people of faith, to pray with us for healing, that God would bring healing through this. And we always prayed, you know, we prayed very specifically uh, against cancer cells, uh, you know, all of those things that go with that. But what we always prayed that God would bring healing in the way that, that brought him the most glory through this entire situation. And that's been my heart, is that God, no, that going through this, that God, that he brings healing in the way that brings the most glory to him. And I have to trust that that's what happened. And because he answers our prayer, he hears us, he, he answers. And, you know, I, I have to believe and trust. I totally trust in God. That's faith, right? Trust, like absolute trust. I trust in God. I trust that he brought the healing in the way that we, uh, that bring, brings the most glory to him. So we surround ourselves with people of faith and we don't allow doubt to creep in. We re identify those things. We reject them. And we talked a lot more about that last week. This, uh, this, another thing we can do is we can pray. You know, uh, prayer will increase our faith. Uh, faith is is listed as one of the gifts of the Spirit. It's in it's uh, in Galatians, I believe it's chapter five. It says that it's listed there. Uh, faith is a gift from God. It's something that He gives, and we can ask Him for more. Jesus said in um, this is Mark chapter nine. Jesus said in verse twenty three, "If you can believe, all things." are possible for him who believes. Immediately, the father of the child cried out, and he said with tears, Lord, I believe. And then he said something really, really interesting. He says, I believe, help my unbelief. So when we're having a little bit of a, a crisis in faith, we pray and we ask God, help me. Give, I, I need help right now. I need you to give me more faith. I need that being built up. 
We need to key in on receiving faith from God. Uh, Charles Price, in his book, uh, The Real Faith for Healing, he said, and I'll quote, he, it wasn't our ability to believe that made the sickness go, but that Christ's faith was given. Oh, Jesus, I have tried so long with this poor faith of mine, he says. Please give me some of yours. He did. And in a moment's time, her sickness was scattered by the healing breath of God. So he in Charles Price was talking about an instance where a lady was healed. It's like, so when we lack faith, we ask, God, give us faith. We need more faith. And and it's something that he that comes from him, this kind of trust, uh, total uh, trust and, and belief and and, and and faith in God is is it comes from him. And, you know, sometimes we need like an extra boost. We need like some something like to put us over the top, you know, like something to come along. You ever been there? You ever been there where you just need a little something and uh, to put you over the top of this. Well, sometimes God sends us angelic help. It says in Hebrews 1.14, it says, Therefore, angels are only servants. They're spirits sent to care, care for people who will inherit salvation. That's, that's you and me, that's a Christian. Angels are sent to help, to care for us. You know, on April 23rd, so two days after I that we received the diagnosis of esophageal cancer, you know, two days later, I was laying in, in bed getting ready to go to sleep, uh, trying to go to sleep. You know, sometimes sleep can av uh, avoid you when you're going through a crisis, and it's really important to sleep. And we had decided that we, you know, we weren't going to give in to faith or to fear. Deneen had gone back to work. We just, you know, she's going to go to work. Life goes on. We're not stopping life because of a cancer diagnosis. And she went back to work, and I was laying in bed. And at that time, the Tolly family, they're a, a minister family in Muldoon, they sang a nightly tuck-in song, they called it. And they, and they sang this song, Hold Me Close, Let Your Love Surround Me. And as I lay in bed trying to, you know, the weight of all of this is just, is it, it's hard to carry that. You know, you're, the newness, the weight, the... You know, it's just a lot emotionally to deal with. And, and I was laying there listening to that song and, and the Spirit of God was just really touching and ministering to me. And, and, I, and, I, and I prayed and I said, God, I know that I can go through anything. I can go through anything at all if I just know that you're with me. I just need to, you to, I need to know that you're right here with me. That's what I need. And as I laid there and I prayed that, God, would you just come and surround me with your love? Would you, as they're singing that, you know, Lord, surround me, would you come surround me with your love? And I heard the Holy Spirit say to me, now this is, uh, you know, we could talk about that more, but it was a thought that came into my mind. Uh, I, this thought jumped into my mind. It says that angels are coming. 
you know, it just came out of left field. And that's the way sometimes God speaks to us. It just, we're, our train's headed down that track and all of a sudden something just comes from the side and boom, there it is. I heard angels are coming. So in our house, um, in the, across the hall is our home office and there's a light that's in there shining all the time. And we I like it dark in the, in the bedroom. So we keep a lot of our doors closed at night. And the first thing I thought when I heard angels were coming is I jumped up, I got out of bed and I opened every door in the house. I know angels don't need open doors, but uh, physically they don't need the door to be open. But it's the only thing I thought of. I was like, and I stood in the in the living room and I said, you're welcome here. Spirit of God, you're welcome to come do anything that you want in my house. You're welcome here. And I was like, well, what do I do now? And it's like, well, I, I just felt impressed. I need to go lay back down. I need to try to, you know, I need to rest. I need to, you know, it's it's quite an emotional thing and it's physically taxing. And it's like, I need to go lay down and rest. So I laid in the bed and, uh, and I pretty soon I... I could sense, I, I did not see, but angels came in my bedroom and surrounded the bed that I was laying in. How do I know that? The entire atmosphere of the room changed. Everything about the room changed. And I just laid there. And the only words that I could speak were, thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, this all happened, it was from, it was about an hour's time that, that I laid there in bed from 12 to 1 o'clock in the morning on August, April 23rd, 2020. And there was, it started... Like at the bottom, at my feet, to my toes, I started feeling this. I don't know how you, I, I really, there's no words that really legitimately describe this feeling. But it just felt like energy, electricity, sort of, kind of. Like this intense energy that started at my feet. And it would, it would come in like waves and come... It started at my feet and it would come up to my knee and it came higher and, and it, it eventually just kept going until it just covered my entire body. It felt every cell in my body was touched by the glory of God. Every, every it felt, I could feel every bit of me being touched by God's presence. You know, that went on for uh, like I said, about uh, quite an extended time. It was, it was, it was about an hour from twelve to one. After, after a while, um, it kind of subsided some, and I uh, rolled over in on my side, and I was resting. And boy, did I sleep good. Oh my goodness. I slept so good that night. Now this was two nights in. The second night in after receiving this diagnosis. And sometimes we, we need God to intervene. And 
He did. Sorry. I can't talk about this without feeling God's presence, without feeling that same anointing that's that was on me that night, without feeling it right now. You know, so so from there on, the peace that we have in our Danine and I both, you know, I could we we have a lot more stories of angels ministering to me and to her. That God sent angels to her too, to minister to her as well. <clears throat> you know, Jesus himself had an angel come and minister to him. It's found in the scriptures. So my time is almost done. Let me wrap this up. Uh, great faith. This, there's a quote from, let me back up here. Smith Wigglesworth. Uh, there's an incredible man of God. Uh, he says that great faith is a product of great fights. God does meet us right where we're at in the deepest need. Those great fights that we go through do they produce great faith. They're not it's not fun to go through a very hard fight. It's not fun at all. He goes on, Smith Wigglesworth, he says here, great testimonies are the outcome of great test. You know, you want a great testimony, be careful of praying for me. <laughs> I was telling a group of Chi Alpha students that a few months before this happened, we all want those great testimonies, but man, they, they're this, a great testimony is, you go through a lot to get that. It's, you're an impossible situations where God comes through, but he always does come through. Smith Wigglesworth also says great triumph can only come out of great trials. Great triumph out of great trials. Well, I am so thankful that God sent help to us, to me and my wife. And that's, I want to pray, I want to close. I've gone just a um, minute over a couple minutes over actually what I intended to do I know I don't have a time frame but I wanted to keep this short I want to pray for you say if you're if today if you're out listening to this uh, no matter what day it is whether it's right now live or recorded later on and you're facing an incredible crisis just reach out to God and ask him to come and surround you. Come and be with you. Ask him to come and make his presence known. And I want to pray with you that God will do that. Let's pray. And I know it sounds a little bit crazy, but just just reach your hand right out and touch that screen. Touch the screen in front of you, whatever that is. Lord, I pray right now that great, faith would come. I pray that your presence would come right alongside of whoever it is that needs you right this moment. Just like you came and you snuggled up beside me, you ministered to me. I pray that you would minister to my friends today, right now, that they would sense your presence in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. I have a a uh, email here. Let's see, did it put it up there? Why is it not putting it up there? Huh. 
doesn't work when I want it to. Prayer at akmissionary.com. Uh, prayer at akmissionary.com. Maybe it is putting it on there, hopefully. Uh, send us an email if you want some, if you would like for somebody to pray with you and pray for you. Prayer at akmissionary.com. So look forward to the next chance I have to share more of my story. And I would love to connect with you. If you would, if you would like to have somebody pray with you, just please send me a message. Until next week, Lord bless you.